history prefers ML to Sean, Mark Fellhauer to quiet deeds. History remembers the battle and forgets the blood. Whatever history remembers of me, if it remembers anything at all, it shall only be a fraction of the truth. For whatever else I am, a husband, writer, reporter, candidate, I shall always think of myself first and foremost as a hunter. That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You have to be qualified, ML. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay? You want to go right now? Hey, kids. It's your old pal, ML. We're just settling in. Uh, we have just finished our prayer vigil for Sean Windsor. <laughs> who is with us. Uh, we're very happy that he's safe and uh, sound. Uh, Mark Fellhauer. Uh, Who's we? Personally, lit <laughs> several Novena Campbell candles, but it looks like uh, those prayers were answered because Sean Windsor is here with us live, back from the podiatrist <laughs> because uh, he, he heard his, his little tootsie. What? He was. Uh, you okay? He, he'd put it in his mouth and I'm bit okay. down on it. I'm okay. And, uh, wow, and the fact that I could a put my ouchy. foot in my mouth. I mean, I do, you know, figuratively all the time, but uh, literally, you know, put the foot in the mouth. That's that says something, right? He has a foot yes. finish. It's, I mean, I wish I could. It's uh, unlike your politics. Why? It's very flexible. <laughs> because then that would say I didn't have thirty pounds of gut. Oh, getting in the way, you know. Hmm. You remember when you were in middle school and you had to do stretches in class and. I, I still stretch several times down, a week. Right in the gym, and you'd lean over and try to touch your toes. I still do that. Yeah. I used to be able to put them behind my head when I wrestled. Did you? Yeah. Well, what's up, Stormy Daniels? Well, all right, fine. Okay. So, we show what show? happened. What happened to your phone? Oh, no, all good. Just just a little something-something. It's all good, though. We're good. What what is a little something something with your foot? Mean? We're you, good. That means is that, HIPAA. Is that a fetish thing? Stop that, trying that, to no, violate HIPAA. Yeah, he doesn't want to got, talk about it. We got HIPAA, man. So that's good. <laughs> the hideousness of that foot will haunt my yeah. dreams forever. Yeah, I, I put my foot in my mouth, but I do all the time. So it must be really bad. What happened? Well, no, this is my last show, so we might. Well, maybe I what? can. Uh, it must be whatever happened to your foot. Must be incredibly heinous for you to not even want to. It was actually feet, but but that's oh, okay. Feet. Oh, both of them. Yeah. Wow. Well, hmm. you know, we're doing okay. Feel free to guess on uh, Facebook Live what Sean did to his foot. Yeah, no, no, please. We're, we're, we're doing okay. Sean. Um, I'm not believing you. Sean, uh, <laughs> obviously you're suffering and, and we want to be there for you. But if you ever wanted to put your best foot forward when making a vehicle purchase, do you know where you'd go? Did that take you a while to come up with that did segue? You, well, we started half an hour late, so I had plenty of time to Why workshop some of late? this. Because uh, you were late, because your foot. You said, oh, you don't need me. You guys were doing your own thing. I I thought I'd walk in here and we'd get on and you could well, read about the people who yeah, hate me. And now, uh, now that we've started, it's become know? abundantly clear that we didn't need you, but we were no, working under that misapprehension for a little while. But no, you uh, don't. Anyways, if you were to point those uh, those dogs towards uh, Nine Mile and Mac in St. Clair Shores, you could go to Royal Brian Ford, where you'd find new rides, service, repairs and even top-notch oil changes waiting for you 
once you get on that right track. My mom, who's going to be joining us shortly, as a matter of Ooh. fact. Ooh. Along with Professor Matt Jennings. They're not joining us together. They're uh, How do you know? completely separate because my mom has much better taste than, <laughs> than some some uh, trucker with a couple of one-liners. Um, my mom oh. bought her Ford Focus wagon there. Uh, it's Fire Engine Red, which is pretty cool, and has 109,000 miles. I put some of those on it last week, and she is still a satisfied customer, and she is not alone because Royal Brian has been taking care of customers for 75 years. You can find out more at Roy O'Brien, that's R-O-Y-O-B-R-I-E-N.com, and check out Fast Track, which lets you choose your vehicle and options. You can pick your deal, whether you want to lease it, finance it, or pay cash like the pimps do. Get the value of your trade-in or apply for financing and schedule delivery of your ride. When you hit that website, Jesse may pop up to help you with some questions, or you can just sort of fish around a little bit. Jesse's like, always working, man. He never leaves that website. Jesse is committed to uh, to serving the public, just like Roy O'Brien. But if you if you uh, would rather go in person, they are being very safe. They have uh, PPE. Uh, they keep their distance, but they will do everything they can to close a deal. So if you want to know more, go to RoyO'Brien.com or call 888-566-5851. And, uh, what was that? 58 Yes, it was... It was just a, in a, a very clever narrative device to get us to repeat the, uh, the toll-free number <laughs> sure, once again. That's 888-566-5851. It's an old radio trick, Mark. I'm surprised you didn't know no, that one. No, no. But when you make that call, make sure you let them know that ML's mother's son sent you. So, Sean, still not going to tell us about the foot? What is there to say? You know, we had a little bit of an it's, issue. I had to take a detour. You're being so cryptic about it. It's, it makes it sound worse like than what Olympics. it is. I, I, uh, it's, it's, it's all good. Sometimes you, your body uh, has an issue. You go to the doctor, and, and then you, you go from there. I want, I, <laughs> That's how it works, huh? I want to know about right? the agony of Except defeat. for Mike. Mike doesn't ever go to the doctor. <laughs> say in the sports department. You don't ever go to the doctor, right? Unless you're trying to sell him your Kwame Sutra book. <laughs> Which is available at drewandmikestore.com. It's one of the few places you can get it online. If you you tell When you walk into the doctor's office, do you tell him you've won? Yeah, you set me up for a pitch, and then you step all over. What's going on oh, with I'm those big infected feet of yours? You say, I'm, hi, I'm ML. I want a those, Pulitzer. Do you say that when you walk flippers. into the doctor's office? I almost never mention the Pulitzer. In fact, when I think I, that's how he books it. Uh, the Pulitzer Prize winning <laughs> reporter. When I teach, Emmy I award never winning. tell my class that I won the Pulitzer Prize. I figure if they're interested in what I've done, they can look it up. I thought maybe in case you... After all. Oh, what a, what a passive-aggressive way to have people Google you. Well, usually yeah. they Google me to say. Uh, well, I thought if you were trying to get an I appointment, I know more about this fascinating gentleman. But <laughs> right, if you couldn't get in, you say, you know, do you know who I am? Like Bill Murray in a Groundhog Day when he asks the uh, if the operator if they have a separate line for celebrities. I wondered if you did that with <laughs> with your, <laughs> with yeah. your Pulitzer. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, since I became a candidate for city council, I found out every Pulitzer Prize winning story I've done has been turned into a reason not to vote for me. So I'm not mentioning it now, even. More than I wasn't mentioning it then, if that's okay. possible to mention something to, less to, than zero times. To that point, can I ask you, uh, what, what, are they, what are you being attacked for? What stories? For um, basically persecuting Kwame Kilpatrick, or so that's the way my work that was never challenged, the veracity of the veracity of it was never challenged. I've been now told that that was cruel and unusual. Well, if that's the worst they can attack you for, it's not too bad. There's been some, some attacks about the way I look, but... Uh, if you've seen our current city council, funny looking is not anything. That the way you look because you don't being stand elected. up. You mean like you don't stand up straight? Is that what they say? I, maybe a little slouchy. It could be a posture issue. Stand up and own yourself, right? 
Um, and maybe stop using words like veracity. But other than that, I think you're good. <laughs> this feels like a good time to bring in some people who hate Sean. Um, <laughs> Schoolyard Scotty says, seems to be an awful lot of aggression coming from a Democrat, LOL. I thought they all love each other and everybody. Wait a second. Is that directed at you or me? I think that's directed at you. I mean, you're a Democrat. No, no. I, this is a nonpartisan. Detroit City Council elections are nonpartisan. I'm I'm a man for all seasons and all reasons. Mm-hmm. Blaze seventy five says Windsor has to go. He brings down the show every time he speaks. What? I disagree. Oh, he's probably right. No, I don't think he bring down the he's show. He's probably right. Oh. Anyway, I, I I'm don't. Sure it's, it's political too, right? Is it? It could be. Or maybe, or maybe he just hates me. Could be quality control. Maybe just possible. The thing about purveyors of quality, the timber of my voice, the nasally. Oh, did you say? Did you say timber? Yeah, Mister Hater, fancy words with an re. What's up, the source? That's re. What's going on over there, Roger? (laughs) Or as you would call it, Rocket? Once again, just an uh, opportunity for you for you to use bigger words. (laughs) Anyways, um, this uh, this feels like a good time to bring in my mom, who told me she hates me too. That she felt sorry for Sean, but she never quite explained herself. So we are calling the Hall Financial Hotline. Does she know we're calling? Uh, I told her we're going to call, and she said, don't call. She's very nervous. Does she know uh, what number it's going to be coming from? I told her 248-something. Hello? Uh, Is this white woman named Karen? Yes, it is. And... What's the music? That's not music. What is it? If it's too loud, you're too old. I guess I'm too old. Aww. (laughs) It's Mother by Danzig. You know Danzig, right? No. (laughs) But I've heard that before. Oh, okay. So, um... I think people know how technologically challenged I am. Uh, we are now speaking to the most technolo- technologically challenged member of the family whose solution to most technological problems was just unplug it, damn it. Hmm. That's true. So, uh, so Mom, uh, Mother dear, um, yes, we wanted to bring you into the show because when we were speaking the other day, you had said that uh, you felt sorry for Sean Windsor, but I wasn't quite... <laughs> I wasn't quite sure why this 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 stranger who torments your favorite son would get your sympathy, and I thought maybe this would be a good opportunity for you to explain it to us because well, he's, he's been on, very cool. On your last on your last show, you read um, an email or something from somebody who was really putting Sean down, and I felt bad for him, and I didn't think he deserved it. Aww. I think he's. He's sensitive and thoughtful, and he's a good foil to you. And I don't, when I listen, it's one thing, but when you're watching it on Facebook and you see Sean's sad expression, it really makes you feel bad. Well, I have, I have that expression, babe. I've had that expression, the Eeyore expression since I was born. By the way, speaking of giving birth, did you give Mike the two periods, Mrs. Mom? What? And make him do that? No, ML? I did hey, not. Man. I did not. He, he took that up. Save the menopause uh, humor for your own show. How, how yeah. old, uh, Mrs. Mom, how old was he when he took those two periods? If I'm right. um, well, I, it was probably maybe 18 or 19. Okay. Did you, <laughs> did you started, object? No. Okay. There's much more things to worry about than that. Okay. Okay. T- take it easy. Yeah. I'm running for office here. 
<laughs> I would, well, I would hate for you to waste those generous campaign donations by telling people more than they, say, they need to know. Let's just say when he went off to college, I didn't cry. Oh wow! But anyway, <laughs> like it, it was a, a rocky couple of years before then. Well, a lot of us uh, when we're that age. Letitia right? Johnson approved Correct. this message. Who's one of my opponents? So uh, Letitia says thanks. Karen. What's the last time you've no, actually right. s- spoken with your son before? Right now, like ten, twelve years. No, last uh, week actually. Um, <laughs> and actually, Sunday. she described your appearance as pathetic, Sunday. not sad. That, that, that's why she listens to the podcast so she can communicate to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she brought me a, a present on Sunday. Really? Was it secondhand? So I spoke to him Sunday. Actually, um, it was sort <laughs> of what re-gifted? you could call an artifact. An artifact. Uh, yeah, Sean, Sean brings up a good point. Is it, is it Mrs. Elric? Is that, uh, no, um, my, my actual name that I've had for my whole life, except for a very brief time, it is Castley. Okay. Mrs. C? Um, call you Mrs. C. My, no, K-A-S-T-E-L-Y. Oh, Mrs. K. Yeah, Ms. Ms. I Ms. K. Okay. Put the period there, like your son. So you, um, you were very upset that people were being mean to Sean. Do you ever get very do you get upset when people are mean to Mike? Um, he, he no, not too much. Boy, thanks for jumping right on that one. <laughs> hey, at least she thought about it but, for a while. Uh, it would depend on how mean and what age. <laughs> you know, when he was a, when he was a little kid, yes. So fifty one. But he's, he's always 52. been able to. He's always been able to defend himself very well. Well, you don't think he Sean? You don't me. think Sean can defend himself? Well, Sean just gives into it. I mean, he calls himself the geek of the week and everything, and um, he's such a good writer. I don't read sports that much, but if Sean writes about something like Al Kaline or something like that, then I'll read it, and it's it's always just wonderful, hmm. just uh, very moving and right on. Can you see the tears coming down? The, the, the I can't cheeks? see them because I'm not looking. Okay, good. I'm, I'm listening. I like, yeah, I'm I not like, watching it on Facebook. You know what your son used to call me? Um, Uh-oh. Uh, I don't know. This, this is officially a family show now. Yeah, so. 16, 17 years ago. I don't know. Maybe maybe 20 years ago. When did, That's about how long we've known each other, right? Uh, yeah, wow. yeah. because I moved back in 99, and you came in to 2000. the free press around 2000, 2001. Yeah, into 2000, yeah. yeah. So he would uh, – it was about that time, Mrs. K – Ms. K, sorry. That um, – you know, let's just say my body started showing a little bit more elasticity, and uh, let's just you know, say he was in touch with his feminine side. Yeah, and I, you know, started to develop a little bit of a an extra chin or or three. Okay. So yeah. so Mike would walk by me, the McConnell, and he would he would walk by me and he would say gobble gobble. Ah, <gasps> uh, yeah, what a bully! That's, so that's that's not nice. Yeah, and he was wearing a trench coat. Will you ground him for us? <laughs> It's too late. <laughs> it's too late to ground. So this one, was my this was my introduction to your son. Okay, how did that grab you? Well, I was distracted by the earring in his ear, so I I wasn't really listening to him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now that's well, that's, a, that's that's a good policy. Yeah. Miss Kay, that that's a really yeah. interesting point because uh, ML, when did you get the earring? Uh, Nineteen eighty-five. Not too many people were getting earrings, and were you were you okay with it? That kind of thing doesn't bother me. Okay. I got my ear pierced before she did. That's right. 
I was always afraid of it. But then my daughter, who was probably about nine or ten, decided to get hers pierced. So I decided if she if I let her do it, then I would do it too. And it was a great thing. I'm so glad I did. Was he? Uh, was ML a good child? Was he well behaved? Oh boy, I think no. we gotta go. We gotta no, go. boy, she answered that and, one really, really fast. Was he funny? Uh, yes, he was hilarious. Because he tried really to con- funny. he tried to convince me that when he got into high school, he developed the humor as sort of a shield, you know, because he wasn't part of the in crowd or or the crowd or whatever, and he it was a defense mechanism. But I, I, I thought that was a nice narrative. But I, I, I thought, you know what? I bet he's been funny since he was little. No, because uh, he humor he, he humor does not defend funny. you against a wooden spoon. It is a no defense. <laughs> I got the wooden spoon too. But <laughs> no, he's you, always been funny. Yeah, I kind of I kind of uh, thought so. He tried to tell yeah. a different tale there, but uh, you know, I guess as a defense mechanism mechanism against the bullies. Can, can we get back to well? That to, does help. How pathetic help, Sean is. That was, that <laughs> no, was enjoying no, that part. We've kind no, we of, all know I'm pathetic, right? And I accept I it, and we can... Well, okay. We have your mom on the line. There's so many questions to run yeah, through. Yeah, go ahead, Mark. For instance, he, why... He always did try to stand up for the underdog, though. That's true. Because I remember in middle school, there was this one kid that was always being picked on by this really huge kid who was a big bully. So Mike stood up for him. It was in band class. But then he ran home every day and, and hid, you know. So he found ways to hide from the guy. But he, he had to stand up for him. He couldn't stop. Boy, can we you know, he, And when he has breath. something to no. say, he, he, he doesn't take a moment. He has to say it. What instrument did he play? Oh, that story started out so well. We, I was thinking, we know that. I was what, thinking what? campaign commercial till the, the me running and hiding part came in. That was <laughs> what, what instrument he'll did he play? He'll defend you, and then he'll run and hide. Vote for ML. Well, did he play the drums, or is more of a French don't horn? Don't kick his ass or mine. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 was, I kind of ran in front of the bullet, but then, uh, then ducked at the end. What instrument did he play in band? The saxophone. Hmm. A little brassy. I also played he, piano. He loved it. He loved it. Oh yeah, piano too. Could you still play today? I forgot about that. I could still play saxophone. I I could if I had some sheet music. I could play piano. Really? Yeah. Uh, and where did the languages come from? What, you know? wait, did, did anybody miss that? <laughs> yeah, she. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think she's doubting what? you. He, oh, he says he speaks like ten, twelve languages. I know he speaks French. Was did he show that aptitude as a youngster? Well. Um, he always loved French. I want to know what. And he does, I believe he speaks Pig Latin, but I couldn't <laughs> say for sure. Shit. Uh, hey, Matt Jennings, it looks like you're out. The, your <laughs> shtick is getting, getting hijacked here, just right. like your load for the truckers. Ms. K, I got to ask you, do you have any inkling as to why his pop culture is stuck in the 70s and 80s, why he doesn't know anything new? Uh... I don't know. I suppose those were his glory years. <laughs> so it's been all, are you saying it's been all downhill since the mid eighties? Now somebody should well, feel sorry for me. This is getting depressing. <laughs> no, no, he's done. He's done very well. And, uh, he loves a new challenge. That is true. So, That's why he keeps bopping around from place to place. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think he'll be a then great council person. Then the bullies. Right. I'm and just trying to stay up, one step ahead. He's always stood up for Detroit. Yes. Yeah. Now let me. I'm yeah, bef- you know, growing up in Gross Point Park, which um, has changed a lot since Mike was here, he always was having arguments with a lot of the, um, you know, old time thinkers and their kids here. So he's uh, he's never been afraid to stand up for what he believes in, d- despite how unpopular it might make him. 
Yes, I got so over being popular uh, before I left Ghost <laughs> Point. It was very easy. Is there is there a hidden talent that we, uh, after all these years, just don't know about ML or something, um, maybe from his youth that uh, that we're not aware of that you can share with well, us? Well, Mike, as you know him. Well, he's good at so. cutting the grass. <laughs> it's true. Uh, That's why he cuts the median. He likes that a lot. Um, <laughs> he's got this, is, this has gone so horribly wrong. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot here. I didn't know how this uh, happened. Well, no, but there's but that's, that's something that you're good at cutting the grass. He's patient. He's diligent. He keeps the yeah, lines lines yeah. straight. Right? Has he always? I can't believe this was my idea. <laughs> has he always been a? Um, well, let me. I'll ask you different. I don't. I don't want to give a leading question. How is he uh, with his time? Does he manage his time well? He's always late. And um, he's it. Whatever he's doing seems to take a long time. He's very. That's because he's thorough, though, right? You could say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, you're. He's thorough. very well informed. I'll, don't ever get it. Well, you've probably already had that unfortunate thing of getting into any kind of an argument with him. I try not. To. And don't tell him anything that he can use against you because he will use it for the rest of your life. <laughs> so he's got a very good memory. Or, yes, or, is he, he or is he petty? That's, yeah, be, be, he's, a, he's a good yeah. He's he's a good writer. I mean, he's always been a good writer. Before you and say anything else, it, don't forget I do have some things I can use. So uh, choose your next. Yeah, words I know carefully. that against, against your mom. <laughs> Many times, I mean, the sh- it's the um, shock value of them has dulled. I stand against all but, injustices, Mark. <laughs> and then you that's hide. True. <laughs> so your mom had to learn to take you with yeah. a grain of salt a long time ago. I, she's here to talk about Sean. What happened? This is this has gone so horribly, horribly wrong. Well, she feels sorry for me. I she said I was a better writer. I mean, what else do we need to say? He's a good writer. He's a good writer, and um, and don't make yourself the geek of the week anymore. Yeah, yes, man. yes that's right. Yeah. In fact, most of the people that you make geeks of the week are terrible. They're much worse than a geek. Yeah, exactly. I just think of a geek as being a nice sort of nerdy person that you probably actually like. But it doesn't rhyme with the word week. Yeah. You could use reek. You could have the reek of the week. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Actually, a, a, a geek right. is someone who bites the head off a chicken. Which is you not. You looked that up? I, you know I did. I'll have to double check that well, when I get off. Yeah, just just make sure you, you have your act together next time you come on a she nationally broadcast podcast. Well, I appreciate all the I'm advice. Using... Don't you, Mark? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate digging up all this dirt on ML. And don't and don't get into an argument with Mike. I mean, although we knew that right? he always exactly. wins. Yeah, he always he wins. always does. He was trying to argue with me the other day on a, on 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 the. I guess we were texting, and I just. You know, I try not to engage, and yes, thank you, you know, yes, whatever you say, that kind of thing. And uh, But even that yeah, sometimes that doesn't, it's, it's sometimes it does, I've noticed. Yeah. Not all the time. Yeah. Oh, boy. Miss Kay, has he always been the ultra-competitive? Uh, yes, yeah. He, I remember the one Little League game that he and his oh, friend Matt can't talk about, where um, they lost, I think Mike was pitching, and Matt was catching, or one of the other ways. And uh, I think Mike catches. Somehow they lost. <laughs> and uh, he, he might have been playing third base, but okay, okay. But we won't, we won't um, what happened? No, so, I think you just walked around the bases for a really long time after the game was over. Why? What happened? Or else Matt did. I don't remember exactly. I I wasn't one of those parents in those days that 
went to every single thing and observed every single thing and took it all to heart. Oh, I don't blame like yeah, I don't blame you. Like these like, parents like today. nowadays they do. Yeah, these yeah, today. yeah. So usually when I was pitching, he holds against me. She was whatever. just sitting in the back of the El Camino having a smoke. And maybe a maybe a, a cold Joe Bell. Yeah, was there or time? An to, was there time to relax? That was just the way he did it with the hound dog. And they the, did force me to keep score for a while. Forced. <laughs> I did it out of guilt, but yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's like most mothers. They do things out of guilt. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, before we let you go, is there anything else you you would like to share? Do you want to defend Sean anymore? Because I do find it interesting that you think that uh, Mike can okay. stand Mike can stand up for himself, but Sean cannot. I actually need. Well, I probably need a high chair for this <laughs> studio. Dog. I don't know whether Sean is um, is sort of like playing a role, no. you know, which he might be. No, he's and, not. And um, like the foil, he's a, a good foil. I no, think that's just him, Mike. I am a foil, but I'm not uh, playing a role. Yeah, I, I, I okay, want to put you okay, around well, warm bread. Okay, that's a different foil. Oh, she did not like that joke. Um, She's a baker. No, but I don't. I don't want to hear any more picking on Sean from uh, the callers. Well, they, the did you hear earlier today? Somebody named uh, he calls himself Schoolyard Scotty and Blaze seventy five. Blaze seventy five. So I guess he's hot or fast, okay. maybe. Or on fire. Or he's born on fire. I wonder what he's the seventy five. I wonder what this. He he could be angry. Probably born in seventy five. Is that you think? You think that's it? Maybe born in seventy five. So or he's the seventy fifth person to pick the screen name Blaze. Yeah, huh? Mm. That could happen. I didn't hear it because I didn't want to listen and get nervous. Oh, he said that I bring the show I knew down I was every time. Be called. He said I bring the show down every yeah. time I speak, which is which is probably no, true. No, that's ridiculous. No, that's ridiculous. Now, I think, Mom. I think you told me every other time he speaks. <laughs> Okay. No, I never so, said any time. I can live with that. That's okay. Every, every other time, as I recall. <laughs> I think I have it recorded. No, as as you've noted, it. I don't forget anything, so, uh, so that's probably that's, I Yeah, but you might have uh, a selective memory. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just honored, Ms. K, that I, you think could, I'm... It could be post-concussion syndrome from all those blows I from the wooden spoon. Stick, I, I don't want you to ever not be on the show. Well, thank you, but I, I'm just honored that you think I'm a foil for your son. That's that's high praise. Well, you are because that's not easy, as you know. And you stick and you stick with it, which well, is even harder. I have a very sneaky relentlessness about me. Sometimes, okay, that's good. okay, so that's, that's contradiction. Good. He's like a mold. Yeah, yeah, more of a oh, okay, t- tough to eradicate. A, more of a fungus, maybe, but sure, uh, yeah, without the fun, yeah. Some more of a gut. But, but there are roots under there, kind of like a mushroom. You know, there, there's some roots under there. And of course, That's you know good. what they do with mushrooms. You saute them in a little bit of butter and maybe some fresh thyme. And That's not what Gordy Howe said. You know, I don't know. He said you what put did him he in, say? He said you put them in the dark and you feed them shit. And then they turn into something wonderful. Language. That's what Gordy Howe said uh. when he was, uh, he said the Red Wings were, when he became an executive, he said he was getting the mushroom treatment. He was put in the dark and he was fed a bunch of crap. Uh, what a potty mouth. I apologize for your son. People have been okay. people have been apologizing me my whole life, Mark. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Mom, thanks for the first few minutes you were on the show. Um, uh, all welcome. guests on ML Soul of Detroit have a parting gift uh, brought to us by a sponsor that I'm sure Leon will appreciate. Yes, he will. Very much. And I like it, too. And also, when you're talking about my Ford Focus, you, you neglected to mention 
how many, many, many times you borrow it and <laughs> your wife. <laughs> I, I, did, I no. did mention that today, but you didn't hear it. Oh, one, one last quick question. No, but I'll, I'll listen now. I'll, I'll go back and listen. I, I do have a one last quick question. Is Mike old enough, could, you think, now to get a, a car? Could you a five-star rating, too, please, while you're on there? No. I love how he interrupts. Okay, I will. <laughs> do you think Mike's old enough that he can buy his own car now, or does he still need to ride around on a bicycle? Uh, he can buy his own car. Okay. Has he always I think been, he's done well enough. Has he always been frugal? But, yeah, but my car is, is excellent. It's a special car. You can get anything into it as far as hauling stuff. You wouldn't believe the stuff it can haul. It looks like it's small, but it isn't. So and, that's and why they borrow wh- it all the wh- time. Where did, where did you get that car again, Mom? I, that would be at um, on the right track to Nine Mile and Max, <laughs> Royal Bryan. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. Woo, talk yeah. about earning that altitude. You know, old people just don't come up with stuff when you clip, when you snap your fingers. Yeah, well, Mike. Especially under pressure. Yeah, Mike. You, you you asked nice. me not to mention that you were old, and I said I wouldn't, but since you're old and kind of deaf, you didn't hear me. You've already called me a little old lady a numerous times on the show. Um, I, I didn't say little old lady. I, I did say that as you get older, you seem <laughs> to be lady. shrinking because, <laughs> because of some scoliosis or something. But, uh, well, Mike right. likes to call people out and it's, have them talk about their health issues. Yes, he does. It's but he's a very sensitive <laughs> fellow himself. All right, it's time to go. Uh, where's that Altus sounder? Where's, where? Thank you, Mom. Okay, was fun. Oh, boy. Bye. Good luck, Sean. Thank Hang you. in there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just I'll do my Sean. best. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. All guests appearing on ML Solo Detroit receive a 12-pack of Altus Lager. Oh, he loves beer. <laughs> This will not be the first or the last time I say this, but it seemed like such a good idea at the time. I don't know what She's I was thinking. Lovely. This also reminds me of something that uh, a buddy of mine, Joe Brannigan, said when we were talking about uh, about coaching hockey. He said, "You know which player is every coach's favorite? Which one? Orphans, because you don't have to deal with the parents." So, anyways, thanks, uh, mom, for. Oh, after that shot? <laughs> Coming on the show. I, I had to wait till she was off the line so I could feel safe. I don't want to pull she a pin on off. another grenade. I had no idea she had so much, so many arrows in her quiver. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Very nice lady. Very. She, is, she is seems a, to know her son, too. That was, that was she's cool. She's a very, very nice lady, but uh, pretty lethal with the, uh, with the timber. Luckily, my brother's head is harder than mine. Most of those spoons busted on his head because I am a little quicker. The wooden spoon. The wooden spoon. We had a lot broken in our house, too. Holy crap. I got that, too. That thing was like Excalibur, man. You'd hear that drawer pulling Mm -hmm. out, and you knew. My brother and I had a trundle bed, so when we heard the wooden spoon coming, we would be fighting, and then we'd get under the trundle bed, and then when, uh, so for people who don't know, it's like a double-decker bed, except the the bottom bunk rolls out. So we'd get under there, and then she would try and hit us with the spoon, and so when she moved the, the bed in we'd move under like crabs and then she'd swing a spoon and she'd get start cursing and get mad and then she couldn't reach us and then she'd pull the bed out and then we'd sort of scoot under it so she couldn't reach us it was but my brother got he got pelted a few times it may explain uh some personality did either of you uh use corporal punishment with your own kids oh me no i mean i only have a a three and a seven-year-old so 
Isn't that interesting how that that, that, that was the generation where it sort of started to change? Well, don't get me wrong. I still have time. Your parents to ours. I still have time. I had my mouth washed out with soap one time. Me, me too. Oh, for what? But for you didn't do those things language. to your own kids, right? What'd you say? I don't remember. Should we call and your if mom I did, back? I'm afraid to repeat it because uh, <laughs> my stepdad still is around and, and he knows where the soap is. So to answer Sean's question, though, did you, you did you uh, spank your daughters? <sighs> I think I think I might have. I think I might have swatted uh, Emily one time when she wouldn't get in line to handshake after a baseball game. And uh, oh, so you did in public? Uh, yeah, I think I I think I. I gave her a quick little slap. I can't remember, but I remember um, immediately feeling really terrible. Yeah, me too. It was uh, it was uh, it it definitely hurt me more than it hurt her. But uh, I will say this: it got her attention. Yeah. But um, but it was it was because she was being a bad sport, and I was frustrated. And I was the coach, and I'm trying to get all these other kids to line up, and she's sitting there dragging. So I said, you know, we're not going to argue about it anymore. Get going. Well, at least you didn't do it to someone else's kid. Yeah, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Believe me, when you're coaching on the east side and you hit somebody else's kid, the next sound you hear is is uh, is something whizzing at your head that if you're lucky, it, it isn't fired at many hundreds of miles an hour. <laughs> That's when it started to change, though, isn't it? Back, I don't, what, what was this, late 90s? No, that would have been early 2000s probably you're talking about. Right about 2005, 2007. But it like started that. to swing a little bit in the 90s, I know. When, yeah. You know, we we did a little bit early when they were little, and uh, and and regretted it immediately, and then actually told them we regretted it when they were older. Yeah, said you know that was wrong. We our parents did it, and we kind of thought uh, that's how you do it. But then you just kind of had I don't know. Society was changing, right? There are better ways to to teach your kids lessons yeah, but than man. Ever. Sometimes do patients get. It's shot. true. No, it's true. It's just hard, especially if they're really little and they're reaching up for a flame or oh yeah. Or, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, your instinct is to just sort of protect them. But sure. But well, you're right. You you do get frustrated, and oh, it's so hard being a parent. It, yeah. I don't have a problem Worst. with somebody smacking a kid on the ass. But if it's sort of like, okay, I'm getting the belt, or go get a switch, or bend over this chair, or the spoon, which is what our mothers yeah, did. My mother did the same. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like if you snap a kid with a towel, or you just kind of reach out and crack him on the ass. Say, I told you, get moving. That that doesn't feel like as bad a thing as you know. Premeditated. You're actually handing down a sentence where there's this has been deliberated, deliberated, and you know we've we've determined that based on the evidence presented to us, you will uh, forthwith be uh, administered corporal punish. That. To me, that's a little. That's well. It used to happen to schools too, right? Was that was that? Maybe that's why our society's so soft today. Way for you, was it that way for y'all in school? No, no. I went never to got hit in school too, except by had, other kids. The, the assistant <laughs> principal had a paddle. Kids and who were faster than me put holes in it. Mm-hmm. You know, right out of days to confused. Right? Mm-hmm. Whoa! And uh, you'd get a choice. You could you know stay after school for detention or or take your swats. Oh damn. Damn. And how often did that happen to you? Oh, that was the toughest girl's uh, school ever. Maybe once or twice, but... Um, What'd you do? What'd you do to get in trouble? It would surprise me that you would uh, get in trouble. I don't know why. I said something really juvenile and, and ridiculous one uh, time in uh, maybe seventh grade. Yeah, w- why would a seventh grader say something juvenile? You're going to get canceled. It is... See today, today they was just... a vocabulary lesson, right? And you know, you had to define it, a word and use oh, it, yeah. use it in a sentence. And oh. I got a little, you know. Did you get the laugh though? I did. Well, then it was worth it. I did. I, it's 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 really embarrassing. <laughs> Sometimes it's worth it. Do you remember what it was? I do. Will you share it or no? The word was enormous. I think we can kind of figure that out. <laughs> so you made you used it in a sentence. 
I did. And you got paddled for that? I did. Yeah. What? Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. Did you use penis or did you use? No, I used the word bulge. No, that's all I'll say. Oh, but, wow. Uh, that's it? Yeah. And then also uh, it was in the library one time and somebody cut some gas. Past yeah. gas. Yeah, past gas. Yeah, farted. <laughs> farted. Yeah. They farted. Yeah, let's get right to it. Omit <laughs> needless words. They farted. We and about that and with it was, they were next Jeff. to me, and I was trying to protect them in the library and walked over and said, you know, who farted? And I said, nobody did. That was a, a mere case of hallucinations, and that got me a detention, too. What? What a tough school. Yeah. No wonder you're so soft. Yeah. I am soft. I'm more doughy, maybe, than soft. <laughs> wow. Popping fresh. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was entertaining. Thank wow. you. Wow. Uh, now I feel sorry for us. Um, I uh, Before we move on, I, I, I want to talk a little bit about um, some uh, some great Michigan collegiate athletes who are now Super Bowl champs. Of course, I'm speaking of William Golston and Drew Stanton. Yeah, because that's what everybody thought about with the Super Bowl. And uh, Thank you, Sparty. Three, uh, three Spartans in the, in the Super Bowl, right? Uh, who's the third one? Led by a Wolverine. I think there, there's one on Kansas City, but I'm... Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Felton Davis, I think, was on Kansas City when they won the Super Bowl. But seven uh, Wolverines in the Super Bowl. So, uh, so Tom Brady's won some Super Bowls, but Tampa Bay never won a Super Bowl until there were two Spartans on the team. And I like to think the addition of Drew Stanton put them over the top. But I posted something tongue in cheek on social media about this, and all of a sudden I get all these posts from Wolverines like. It was Brady, Brady, and pictures of him with all these uh, Super Bowl rings. I'm like, of course, it was a joke, but you know, the champions and the best are so thin. So he was like, he's not giving Tom Brady his due. God damn it, Drew Stan was in the press box. It's like nice signing at Christmas. I'm like, maybe they were joking back at you though. Oh, maybe they thought you wanted the fight, which is why you put it out there. Oh, are you a Brady fan? Um, I. Respect Tom Brady uh, because once again Michigan's crappy football coaches didn't recognize why, why his talent. Is not, why is it when he was there? Why can't it just especially be in that game against your Spartans, right? I don't when know. they fell down and then he sat and then they, he came back and let him back. Almost still lost. I think. Almost. Oh, I Plaxico, remember that almost the Plaxico Burris game, right? Wasn't that? A oh mark? God, yeah. No, I respect Brady's long. You know the thing about that- Brady is I'm sitting here thinking. Why would you cheer for a guy to have another Super Bowl? I mean, he's had everything. Why does he need more? But at the same time, as an old dude, I'm like, it's greatness. I got to see the old guy do it again. Mark's right. It's the same reason people cheer for Federer, who probably remains the most popular tennis player in the world and has 20 Grand Slams. And people are desperate, not desperate, but they can't wait to see him win another. That's why people cheered for Tiger Woods and they were, on the same hand, very happy when he failed. In his and, life, and, and then also and then cheer for him as he's coming back. Yeah, exactly. It's the whole storyline. I would say I would not have cheered for Brady if Mahomes didn't already have a Super Bowl because I really like Mahomes. I don't like the hair, but I really like Mahomes. I do like that Mahomes can joke about his hair in the commercials. Yeah, because it is stupid. But he's a great quarterback. I really like him. He's amazing. You and know, he's he kind of like Brady, where we came out of college. Just sort of, like, although he was drafted much higher, but it was sort of like Mahomes. What, what, Mahomes. What? Yeah, it was a little bit of surprise and a surprise too when they let Alex Smith go. Yeah, for Mahomes when he was unproven, but he had shown some stuff. In- the nephew of John L. Smith, John that Lansing. Pass Smith. he had the other day in the Super Bowl where he's fallen down. Oh, the side. Yeah, and and sidearmed at thirty it's a yards. Baseball throw. Yeah, yeah. it's like a baseball throw. Thirty you know? yards. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, well, since you don't like his hair, ML, he should probably stop messing around and get to a Lady Jane's near him. Immediately. Do not do not stop at Disney. Go straight to Lady Jane's. And if your hair is getting a little too scruffy, you should do the same thing and get a great haircut, a hot leather neck shave, hot oh. towel treatment, 
and it's all in a very safe and clean environment, which is so important right now. Uh, so go to Lady Jane's. When you check in, tell them um, if, if the Solo Detroit's not on there, choose the uh, Drew and Mike show uh, podcast. Just click on that. Tell Help. them Red Shovel Network sent you. There you go. Yep, just click on a, on a logo when you check in at Lady Jane's. It's Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. It's wicked awesome. I am long overdue to head over there. My hair is getting out of control. I think uh, you will you'll appreciate the decor at Lady Jane's. It's a it is a place of if if you're not beautiful, you'll be the only one there who isn't. Um, and we appreciate them sponsoring us here on the Red Shovel Network. So please, let me, you know, my mom was asking me too. She's like, "I think going to play that Altus sounder with the Brett Kavanaugh thing." I said, "I think never. I'm pretty sure they are." No, mom. never. What a passive aggressive way to attack me. No, no, I just, I, I, listen, I know I know uh, that I don't get any respect, but I, I thought maybe my mom would. Nope. And, and since she's a Karen, she's she, probably going to report you to somebody now. <laughs> so you might want to. She didn't you ask. You might want to think about that. She didn't ask to do it. She's not used to being disobeyed since I moved out of the house. Um, <laughs> last thing, I got to ask if people have experiences too. Maybe we can get some responses on, on our Facebook Live. Um I go on YouTube all the time. Obviously, I love music and I'm watching stuff all the time and watch a lot of. I actually like to watch interviews with Roy Keane and, and Jamie Carricker from uh, Premier League um, oh. commentators. They're great. Uh, but, anyways, um, <laughs> every time I watch I, this, this, this incredibly obnoxious buff guy pops up telling me about how exercise doesn't help you uh, get fit and how uh, Christian Bale got in shape and Hugh Jackman that it, you have to do some supplement. And I always turn it off. And when you have the thumbs up, thumbs down, I always hit dislike. Yeah. And it, it, it plays even more. So I think this is YouTube's way of saying, if you really hate it, we're going to play it more so that you pay for the, the commercial free subscription model, which I will never which, do. Why don't you just do that? Because I'm cheap. This is why I rode my bike to my mom's house last week to borrow her car with 108,000 miles on it. But it seems like you're very annoyed by seeing these ads, the easy way around am, it. But what it I'm wondering is... You pay for that. It turns out... So I watched it all the way through last night, and it's it's put out by some group called turmeric.sculptnation.com. Does anybody else see this guy, or is it just me who's being tortured by this buff, annoying guy who apparently thinks turmeric... Sean, you're... This is one you're a, massive man. Chef guy. I'm not a chef guy. I'm trying to decide what's worse, this story or my bullshit story about the farts. <laughs> well, um, I think you win, but uh, but I probably what, do. What does turmeric do? Is it turmeric? You can say whatever. Potato, potato. What is it? Is, 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 is it's it a, a spice. Is it tu- okay. Yeah. What does it taste like? Turmeric. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There's nothing quite <laughs> like it. Yeah, taste. It does. It's got like saying what's cumin taste like. You know, what's that word? What is cumin or cumin? Taste like? Okay. So you, are you saying that you, you have you you cumin your mouth where's mrs k Ms. k sorry i don't know Tumor. can we get her back here I please i don't know what that you sh- hear anyways, what he just said anyways i'm just wondering if this guy are we that de- i know we have like two listeners but are we that desperate <laughs> are, these- are we that desperate for listeners <laughs> am i being targeted by these guys that's what i want to know does anybody else see these damn ads i just want to know because i feels like i'm being singled out so this is where we're at Fart jokes, calling our moms, yeah, semen in the mouth it. jokes. Yeah. What did you say? That? I'm talking about spices. Yeah. Just, just keep it. 
Aren't those ads based on what you've searched? <sighs> so you've clearly have searched something that brought that ad up. No, no, no. But I, I think it's because I keep saying I dislike it. I think this is this is some sort of backdoor way for them to try and get me to pay for the ad free because like he hates this ad. Let's just put it in heavy rotation. We'll just pay for we're it. Drive. No, I'm not going to pay for it. Let me ask you this: What do you uh, listen to streaming music on? Uh, what do I listen to streaming? He I doesn't don't listen, listen to, music. to streaming music. I listen to uh, YouTube. I put together my own playlist and stuff. Okay. Cuz it's free. Yeah, cuz if you sign up you get YouTube Music and then you get YouTube. Oh yeah. Not the ads and it's not expensive and then you won't have to see ads you don't want to see and complain Probably about them on your podcast. 10 bucks a month. It all that's I'm just trying to I'm just, I'm just crowdsourcing this. This is research. This isn't even podcast. Although, you this know. Is, this is science. I know. You're right. It's not <laughs> not the science of turmeric. Okay. Oh man, the geeks have inherited the earth. Did I do that? What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek? Or we're turning into cool guys? Well, um, this guy probably does qualify to be more than a geek, but but here we go anyway. Sorry, Mom. Um, this week's Geek of the Week is the Texas Republican Party, specifically... Party Chairman Alan West, who has endorsed legislation that would allow state residents to vote whether to secede from the United States. Now, we all know Texas kind of sees itself as a, sure. its own nation anyways. They got the one star on the flag, and, and that's, that's great, and it's part of their, their uh, sort of uh, ruddy um, independence. But the reason why— Isn't it super hard to do it, too, to secede? Don't, you need, don't other states have to agree? Well, we're getting to that in just oh, okay. a minute. But yeah, but the, uh, but the thing about about uh, the reason why Texas wants to go it alone this time is because um, Alan West, who actually just got to Texas, he was a congressman from Florida for quite a while. Well, not for quite a while. He got in there once people realized what a horrible mistake they, they made and they booted him. But at any rate, he says that we should uh, be able to secede because law-abiding states should bond together and form a union of states that will abide by the Constitution because he's pissed off that the U.S. Supreme Court dismissed a lawsuit trying to overturn the result of the 2020 presidential election. Well, anyways, folks, we all know how that went down. It's time for us to move on and get going with the world. But the thing about Mr. West that makes it so ironic that he would want to secede is that Alan West is black, and the last time states in the South said they wanted to break away it was because they didn't like folks like Mr. West wanting to be free. So, Mr. West, not only are you a big baby, not only <laughs> are you in unreasonable, not only are you a, uh, a, a tin horn Texan, you are no student of history, but you are our Geek of the Week. Your kids are soft. I don't care for that guy. Me neither. Too no. soft. Jokes. A bad name. If you're an investor and you're looking at growing uh, your cash, you should not overreact. What you should do is call our buddy Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. He's going to give you rash, rational financial advice. Stocks, bonds, 401k, all that stuff that you're too busy with. 
don't know what you're doing, just let Luke handle it. He's going to get a strategy for you. He's going to give you plenty of advice, what to do with your money, and watch it grow. Call Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Well, 248-663-4748. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, and services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Wow. And when you when you look for Luke on our website, just hit his logo and it'll take it. His website, because he will always make sure that it is completely and utterly, with no exceptions whatsoever, about you, sweetheart. Um, uh, back from sabbatical, here to start off the uh, winter semester the right way, is our friend, our academian in residence, he of the Ivory Tower, not the Golden Shower. Hold I don't on. even know if he's there. Is out. he there? Is uh, Mr. Matt Jennings? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there he is. Hi, hey, boys. There he is. Hi, uh, everybody in uh, Facebook and podcast land. We see you've been working on the beard since we last saw you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm growing my hair out on purpose so that I can get it cut at Lady Jane's. Cool. We we Wait. we thought you were auditioning for Duck Dynasty two, but I'm glad that it's just uh, trying to get a free haircut can get it cut right now why do you have to grow it out because uh, i'm thinking about doing a mullet oh really okay any uh, yeah. particular reason uh because i'm already ugly <laughs> i don't need to worry about anything else <laughs> okay so j- any just other reason matt uh, no, i just want to fun just okay. for fun all right i just want to warn you we're not having my mom on next week to talk about how bad she feels for you so just oh. leave the sympathy card in the pack Okay, well, uh, I hate to do this to you guys, but I'm still trying to get into the plant. So I can't read my piece yet. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, well, thanks for notifying us. Uh, let me, I let was me... about to text you. I was about to chat with you guys, send you a chat message, and he goes, he, then he started finishing his piece, and I went, oh, crap. Well, it's too late now. I don't know what I'm doing, and everybody hates me. So let me just. Well, that just was a to, waste of time. Just to get us caught up on current events. <laughs> You kind of took three weeks off to come back and not come back. So let me let me. Well, to, I'll, to Matt's defense, we did start really late. But Matt and I, Matt and I went over this uh, before. So let me step in for Matt. Oh, um, oh, you're gonna show him how it's done? Yeah. So uh, are you ready, Matt? Feel free to talk over him and interrupt him. Okay. No, I'm I'm ready to do it now. I'm pulling in. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> Too late. Uh, ML's doing them now. In 2006. On this date in history, something not funny happened. Oh, you got you got my piece. In 2011, on this date in soft history, something not particularly funny happened. Do you not? Do you really not have his his joke? <laughs> and in oh, 20, I thought you did. 2015, on this date in soft history, something that's not even remotely humorous <laughs> occurred, and that's this week Good in luck. soft history. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sean. Sean's ten dying seconds. over there. Ten seconds. <laughs> ten seconds. I know. Feel We're terrible, live, guys. my man. I'm really sorry. I'm so not. I'm running editing. shuttles. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to edit this part. Out. I've been prepared since 11:30 until now. Okay. We, we could call. Uh, we could call Ms. K back here. Find out more about ML. Uh, we can wait. Are right, ready? All right. Go ahead. Fire away. So wait a minute. This okay, was. A, so wait, 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 wait. So this was on a piece of paper? This isn't even a connectivity issue? You couldn't pick up a piece of paper until now? No, I have to drive. 
<laughs> You've done it driving before. I'm also mad. He, he hates the show. Let's go. Well, I was blocking Lynch Road, so. All right, go ahead. Fire away. Okay. All right, so listen. Okay, so this Danish dirtbag, Jan DeWitt, sent out an email to a bunch of lonely computer nerds. When did this happen? Who th- 2001. Who cares? I gave up a while ago. Okay, let's try that again. Okay, so that DeWitt guy sent an email to a bunch of nerds uh, who thought they were going to open up a picture of tennis vixen Anna Kornikova. Little did they know, it was just DeWitt using uh, a virus to pull personal information out of those corn dogs' computers. And uh, I guess the bright side would be it saved quite a few guys from a painful case of tennis elbow. Tennis wrist. Tennis wrist. Like we worked elbow. on this. <laughs> we spent hours on this. It's tennis wrist is the punchline. Tennis wrist because they're masturbators. I, 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 I think I got to go with you hey. on that one, ML. Tennis wrist works a lot better. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> Look at He's so defeated. Do you, uh, do you have any? I don't know what I'm doing, and everybody hates me. <laughs> All right, I'll give you one more shit. One more shot. Go ahead. Okay, so Vice President Tough Guy Dick, Ch- Dick Cheney yeah. shot his hunting buddy Aaron Wellington. Oh. Is that a right question? Were you asking if Dick Cheney was once Vice President? That's what it sounds no, like. I'm trying to tell you what Vice happened. President I'm trying to Dick talk Cheney? to you like as if you were in the bar with me. Vice President Dick Cheney was he really the Vice President? He shot his friend. Yeah, he shot his friend in the face. Shut up. Get this. Afterwards, Cheney, he refused to apologize for shooting his friend in the face. He said, you know what? Shit happens when you're shooting at Quail. Then Vice President Dan Quail popped up. You know what he said? He said, that's what he said. Shoot he said, me now. Hey, why do you think I've been hiding the last 20 years, Dick? Should, should we allow him one more? Remember that kid in the middle school I kept from getting beat up? I'm not stepping in this time. Let's, yeah, boy. let's go. One, Sean, one should we time. allow him one more? Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. Uh, course. All right. How about this one? This happened in 2004. We all know who this guy is. Harvard student Mark Zuckerberg. Mark well, Zuckerberg. Uh, him, and, him and some of his college buddies uh, launched a social network site. No. <laughs> Made for rating chicks on campus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, 17 years later, uh, we now know, as Facebook, is mm-hmm. all about helping people all over the world make new friends. Well, everyone that is except Mark Zuckerberg. Matt Jennings. Oh. Damn. <laughs> good, good one. Thanks, Matt. We'll talk to you in three yeah. weeks. <laughs> Have you recovered? Like Matt Jennings at a high school dance, I am beside myself. I, uh... We worked so hard on those jokes, and they were so funny. Are we off Facebook? Up until just a few minutes no. ago. No, not yet. Facebook? No, we're not off yet. So if I hold this up, can people see it? Uh, yep, there it is. You're on now. I was just curious. Is that your suit, or did you rent it for this photo? <laughs>
Uh, you know, I got that suit when I started working in City Hall. I've had that suit for 20 years. It still fits. That's, that's a, a picture. You're very handsome there. That's a picture on, now this is some, a piece of campaign literature. How, how, what do you call it? it what it do looks you call like that it, in the biz? And who took these photos? Did your mom take the photos? You didn't li- hire a photographer. These were, these were professionally shot photos by Michael Shore, one of the most talented photojournalists well, cool. in Detroit, who also happens to uh, have exquisite taste in partners. He is the husband of Amy Lang at Fox 2. Oh. Mike is retired from Fox 2. We used to work together in special projects. <laughs> Excuse me. Incredibly talented photographer. Look at how good we all look. No, no, I, I think this is a great Very flyer. Nice picture, I yeah. especially love that it takes, I guess, two sentences to find out you won a Pulitzer. <laughs> so that's nice. Uh, you forgot the Emmy Award. No, the Emmy is second. Yeah, sorry, okay, I'm glad it's we got Pulitzer that. and Emmy. Uh, it's the second sentence. You may notice so that nice. I have not won a Peabody or a, a DuPont or an Edgar R. Murrow Award, any of those that are given for radio Or a Potty Award. Yeah. A pod, yeah. If you're looking for some money, maybe you need some more money, Thanks to our sponsor, Hall Financial, you can save a lot of money. In fact, Hall Financial is not only a great supporter of this show, but he supports the entire Red Shovel Network, all three of us. More Mm. on that in a minute. Rates are currently in the twos, so call today and find out how much of a refi could save you every month. Now, you'll probably save at least up to two payments as the paperwork goes through. So that's money in your pocket right away. That's money you don't have to spend on your house, on your mortgage, you can put that right in your pocket. And then when you get that low rate, you're going to save money every week until, or every month until that loan is repaid. Rates are currently in the twos, so call today and find out how much a refi could save you every month. Just click the link on our website or get started by calling 248-308-5000. That's 248-308-5000. And make sure to tell them that ML sent you. And MLS 146744. Three, and that last number is a five. Um, it's room 7609. Uh, yes, we finally are here in the New Wave Suite. And Valentine's Day is coming up. So I thought, what a nice time to play one of the great New Wave troubadours of all time, a fella named Robert Hitchcock, who came up with this wonderful little ditty called Madonna of the Wasps. Is this
There's a lot of talk about people in music being poets, but there are few better than Robin Hitchcock's Madonna, the swans. She waves her, waves her magic wand. And then she settles on me. I look into her eyes and then she recognizes me. I wonder yeah, where we deep. crossed. I wonder where she lost me. Like She's you're lying horny. on are you the frost. Horny? I wonder what she cost me. I mean, that is. <laughs> you love words. Fantastic. I mean, that is. Now, I saw him open for um, the Psychedelic Furs at the Majestic a few years ago. Very disappointed in his live performance. He does this sort of corny thing where he's talking to some guy who's invisible and it just does not play well. But when he's at his height, he is an amazing, amazing wordsmith. And, uh, and the music's pretty good, too. He has another song called Freeze. And the lyrics are they they're not quite as uh, as poetic, but they're they're absurd in a way that's absolutely gorgeous. There's a justice in the world, and I know just what she's called. She's called Elaine. What? Uh, what does that mean? I know who wrote the book of love. It was an idiot. It was a fool, a slobbering fool with a speech defect and a shaken hand, and he wrote my name next to yours. But it should have been David Byrne or someone else. That is fan-frigging-tastic. Robin Hitchcock and the Egyptians. Outstanding. Room 769. Oh, my God. He's so deep. Where else? <laughs> you could not fathom his depths. Where no, else are you going to find this kind so of He's so deep, I don't understand it. You don't understand it was all lost on you? No. Well, in one ear, out the other. Damn. I'm a simple man with simple tastes. Perhaps you're still reeling from this week in soft history. Sean, as a man of words, uh, described by my very uh, erudite mom as a good writer. By the way, my mom took a class at UAD with Joyce Carol Oates, the great writer who told my mom she should be a writer because my mom was such a good really? writer. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's very cool. Well, my, I, I like my, the, my mom I like is so song. modest, she's like, I got to go. I like the music. The, the words are fine, um, but I did like the music. <laughs> it's, it's very mellifluous to use a word you probably like. He used to play in Austin a lot back in the 80s, which is probably when you should have seen him instead of a few years ago. <laughs> but that's nice that I you saw I the had. psychedelic furs 40 fucking years after they 
were relevant. I like how you just rubbed his face furs in Furs are still relevant. I mean... The great thing about the psychedelic furs That was to your point, is, Mark, right? Asking Mike's mom about... Yes. Why are you stuck in 1985? Well, this it is a new wave music segment. What are we... Oh, you know what? You and know I what? like the furs. You know what? As we used to nope, call them. Nope. Okay. I'm not going to... Love no, my way. Why don't you love my way? <laughs> how about that? Uh, because apparently it involves feet. <laughs> no, you just need to massage them. I think I'm going to stick it to the way I do it. Rub but, them uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm really sorry I turned to Sean. But um, we are going to actually teach you boys a lesson. Starting next oh, okay, week, great. we're going to play new new wave music that's been recorded within the last 10 or 20 years. Which is it, 10 or 20? Because 20 is not quite so new. 10 to 20. Okay. I like that. I like that idea. That is that you couldn't tell wasn't wasn't created in the late 70s, the 80s, or the early 90s, which was what, the heyday of New Wave. What qualifies as that? I mean, do you mean bands that from like from the 80s that were New Wave, new stuff they put out, or no, different are, new bands? These are new bands, like Vandal Moon and Egoism and a bunch of other really? ones. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never heard of any of those. You, that's going to change next week, because that's what Room 769 no, is about. It's about introducing people. I like it. To great music that they may have somehow missed. I like it. So, Robin Hitchcock, I, I'm sorry that I, I brought your pearlescence to the <laughs> swine, but uh, oh, you're expanding my knowledge. It's very nice. That's room seven six nine. We always appreciate your nominations. For room seven six nine. You can send them to us at ml soul of detroit at gmail.com, or you can call and leave a message for us at three one three two eight eight nine zero seven zero. That's two. Eight eight nine zero seven zero, or think of it this way: Butterfield eight nine zero seven zero. And do we have any any voicemails on that? No, line? no, nothing. No, no. I'm saying no because I forgot to check. Let me call. Okay, maybe, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I, I, there may be a message on there from Brett Kavanaugh. Um, <laughs> we uh, we appreciate your support of the show. We appreciate your feedback. Send us a note about just about anything that pops into your head. Um, leave us a voicemail and someday we'll find it. Um, I got to tell you, no donations this week. So in terms of supporting the show, we probably shouldn't tell you that no one's donated to the show, except we get some pity donations when we do. So let me just reiterate, nobody donated to the show. What? So we'll take the pity donations. However, we're doing pretty good on merchandise sales. We still have some hoodies left. Uh, long sleeve t-shirts in most sizes are beanies to keep your dome warmer out there. Maybe you... Go to Lady Jane's and they cut you a little too close because of your fault. They, yeah, they would was, only do yeah. it at your direction. Must have moved. Yeah, maybe you're a little shy trying on a new do and you're a little bashful. Well, wear that, wear that sweet Soul of Detroit beanie on the way home. When you get home and people tell you how good you look, then you can put it back on the shelf. But it will serve a purpose and at a very reasonable price. We also have deals on masks, gaiters, keychains, T-shirts, hockey jerseys, stickers, and autographed copies of the Kwame Sutra. We also have sweet ass neon clocks in two sizes so uh check those out at the drew and mike store.com and uh if you've been watching us on facebook live you'll see this wonderful flag behind me uh if you're interested in a flag shoot us a note and we'll try and make that did you ever same. find out who wanted that flag i did not but somebody else uh Teebs popped up and said Teebs. hey ml Thanks for running for city council and for all you do. Any chance you could let me know the dimensions of that Soul of Detroit flag <laughs> and how much the original guy was willing to pay for it or how much-ish. Thanks. Uh, I believe it's about two by three. It's not a three by five flag. So I think it's about two by three. 
And uh, actually, I had that guy willing to pay like 70 bucks, but I'll let you have it for 50 So, Teebs, shoot me another note, and we'll, we'll close that deal uh, offline. That'll be a hand-to-hand cash transaction. Uh, other feedback, Danielle wrote of the hack who savaged me in a recent column, who is also the author of How to Live in Detroit Without Being a Jackass. His book is titled How to Be a Detroiter. Which chapters discuss selling your soul for a fake job on the Irish mayor's payroll and then moving to Manhattan? Uh, This columnist actually used to work for Mayor Duggan and now uh, lives in New York, which makes him an authority on all things Detroit. So, uh, Danielle, thank you for catching those obvious um, contradictions in this gentleman's bona fides. Dave Inves, for me and for what it's worth, longtime listeners' feedback, the absence of the great debate was very noticeable in the last couple of shows. Honestly, it was one of my favorite parts of the show and one of the more focused segments. I don't say that to be critical, just my opinion. Really enjoyed how it was a news of the day topic, maybe something beyond the usual local politics, which through no fault of your own has a tendency to be repetitive. Really hope to see it again. Start rocking now. <laughs> so uh, we, if you missed it, have eliminated the great debate because we thought that the show was getting a little long and was already a little debatey. We don't want to force it. But um, but uh, duly noted, Dave, you are a, uh, a longtime listener, and we appreciate your feedback. So if you've got something to say, mlsolvedetroit at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail. Sean, now that your foot is, uh, is on the mend, wh- where are you off to? What's, what can we look forward to seeing under your byline sometime soon? I thought you were going to say now that my foot is out of my mouth, but it never really is. <laughs> I mean, so I don't know. I don't have anything to say. Well, you're, you're, wow, you just turned into Elric there by not answering the question. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, oh. your enunciation is as clear as it ever has been, even with that big toe. And I'm not saying anything still, right? I guess the clarity doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, you could, whether you understand me or not, I'm not saying anything of any substance. So We're on the clock here. What you got? I got nothing, man. Oh, okay. Well, glad we I don't know. College, uh, college basketball is going to return, so how about that? The Pistons have are, are, Wait, is Michigan ever returning? Because I thought they just uh, extended I, the pause. They did. I think still next weekend, right? Is that, unless is unless that the they word? extended that again. That was last I saw yesterday. And they moved up in the rankings, which was just hilarious. They're number three now. Well, they haven't lost, right? <laughs> they haven't played either, though. The Pistons uh, probably do a little something with them. They have a garbage no, they've got traded Derrick Rose. Big trade, young, uh, garbage. Some good young players, a couple of good signings. They got one guy who kind of bet on himself, who's having a, a breakout year. Very unusual. Jeremy? Yeah, very unusual to find players okay. six years in take the kind of leap he does. So I, I think that's worth exploring a little bit. Anyway, that's it. Now, is he the biggest star in the Pistons because the Pistons are so bad, or if he was on a good team, would he be just as successful? I mean, is he a guy who needed this kind of these many touches? Or is he someone who, uh, you know, like the best player on a bad team doesn't right, make right. you a good player? No, but he is. A, it can. You're right. Sometimes if it, it, you have to look at the percentages and the numbers, and and you're right. Volume sometimes is just volume. But uh, I think he's I think he's taking a leap, and it's not just touches. It's and I'm going to write about this a little bit. It's where he's getting the ball, the situations he's getting the ball. He wanted to be in the huddle, not on the side. Uh, looking at the grease board with the coach saying, I'm going to stand in the corner and wait for the, the star to give me the ball, right? He wanted to be in the huddle with him as the focus of, all right, you have to figure this out, and everybody will work around that. I he think wanted, all, He wanted to see if he could do that. That's what all basketball players want. Not but necessarily. He's, but he's really been buried because he was in Denver? Yeah, and he wasn't year. buried. He was part of a good team. But Well, I mean, there's just two, kinda, su- two superstars on that team. Before that, he was in Oklahoma City, which... right. And he was actually. So I think to ML's point, it kind of is just being the best guy in a gar- well, garbage. No, team. because you still have to be able to 
take and do certain things against the same competition, right? And now you're getting game plan for, so people are trying to stop you a little bit more. You're taking a bet on yourself is what you're doing. You're, you're saying, I've seen what I can do in a gym and the workouts, and I'm going to bet that that will translate. So and it has. This is something that, that I, I, I'd love to hear your take on because I wonder if this is a young man's game to say, I want to be the focus of the team even if it's a terrible team, you know, does does an old guy say that, or does an old guy like Malone and Peyton say, "Put me on the Lakers because I got to get a ring," or do they say, "Yeah, I'd rather be the 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 pivot on a terrible team because I get the attention, I get the glory, I get all that." I mean, I don't think it's the attention of the glory. Do so people much. evolve like that. Yeah, the money was the same at Denver, so it wasn't the money, and I don't even know if it was the attention of the glory. It's like, how good do you think you can be? Hmm. That's really what it's about, I think. So, do you can think- I handle that pressure? Can I respond in that but situation? There's no pressure the- here. But no, of course, there's pressure. There's always pressure. There's no pressure here. That's that's a all due respect, my buddy. That's just a fan speaking. Of course, there's. Why pressure. do you say that? Because there is pressure. You don't think there's more pressure if he was playing in Denver still or playing? Uh, oh, because uh, Nikola Jokic and I don't want to get into this in a sports podcast, but in Jamal oh, Murray, those guys. Oh, we're but, actually looking for a sports podcast on the Red Shovel. But, now. Uh, <laughs> no, you want to see, and not not all players are like that, right? They're, but to know. Mark's point, there's no chance he's going to miss a shot that costs him a championship playing for the Detroit Pistons. Every bucket he makes is kind of gravy because if you play for a team that's competing for something, if you blow a game, there's consequences. But there's look, there's still pressure. Am I going to make the game? Am I going to make the shot? Am I going to get another contract if I can't do it? That it's can you do it? Do do the Pistons get everybody's best shot every night? No, they don't. Is is there? Is this? Are they the load management opponent? That's what I was kind of getting to. I like the NBA. They can be to sure. Yeah, sure. Which sucks for us. I, I was going to go see the Pistons when LeBron was coming to town with the Lakers a couple of years ago. I didn't end up getting tickets. We played a couple of weeks and ago. And then, then he was then he took the night off because of yeah. load management. I was like, God, the only reason to go see the Pistons would have been to see LeBron, and he's taking the night off because the team didn't need him. No, there are plenty of Pistons fans. I mean, the casual fans don't care right now because they have six wins or whatever. But, but the 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 true Pistons, not that true, that's not fair. Hardcore Pistons fans love this team right now because they got some young guys that work their butts off. Yeah, and because Grant's just kind of a, I mean, you just don't see, and there've been plenty of NBA people talking about what Grant's done. You just don't see it very often, at all, for somebody who's six years into the league to yeah. do that. You can't just give everybody the ball and say, "Here, right." Right. No, I think I think he's it's a great story, translate. but I, I think if uh, he's not an MVP, by the way, this isn't James Harden, which is what happened with him. He went from the third guy in Oklahoma City to an MVP in Houston. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not this. That was even more rare. But this is still pretty rare. Hmm. Well, I, and especially on a team with Blake Griffin, who you think would be the star. And now it's Grant. He's, He's the just, old man. He can't now. move. Yeah, yeah. He, just, he, can't, he can't really move yeah, so that at was, all. That was a terrible trade by us then. Although I like Blake Griffin. Well, it, Gores wanted people in the seats. He wanted a little juice. and That didn't it, work out. That didn't work it, out. It got him to the playoffs that first year, I guess, second year. That's true. And uh, I, I, I got I gave us a glimpse you. of what it would be like down there, by the way. It was sold out for those couple of games yeah. and really loud. Yeah, there, there's uh, there's there are some downsides to being a candidate. Um, I was invited to a Red Wings game. You know, you can only have 250 people in there. Yeah, and I had to decline the invitation because all I was thinking is, if somebody gets a picture of me sitting in here, yeah, and it's perfectly legal for me to be here, I'm going to spend all this time explaining how I wasn't, you know, let in the side as some sort of favor. It's kind of funny when you think about fandom now. Uh, do you really want to see that team play right now? 
The Red Wings? I, I'd watch the Red Wings uh, play my Bulldogs. Yeah, sure. Okay. Of course. I love hockey. In fact, we're skating. And that's the thing. And that's the point I was making about with Pistons fans. You, those kind of Pistons fans are like you as a, as a Wings fan. Yeah. They're both just so yeah. bad. They are bad. But, but both are but, just but, terrible, but what matters to, to watching to a lot of folks is, is there a plan? Is there a story? Is there a narrative? Can you see some young talent and, and project or imagine Wow, they you know they might be this place in a couple of years or whatever. So people ro- watch for all sorts of reasons. You don't just have to watch a champion. Yeah. Well, we've been here before with the 2005 Tigers. I think I've helped out with a couple of games there when Brandon Inge was the only guy in the locker room who would talk to people, and the team was so bad, and we're going to look for interesting storylines about a baseball game that no one cared about and trying to figure out you know what to tell people that they would be interested in and then – hoping that next year would be better so it's 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 you have a challenging job to keep people's interest when when the final score is the only thing no one cares about because they know it's they know what it's going to be which is horrible for the home team so okay sean well we'll we'll keep watching for your byline the free press please folks think about subscribing to the free press and news it's really cheap and it supports journalism in this town which we need support for more than ever before particularly since there's some new candidates for office who are very sketchy. Let's keep an eye on, on those guys. Um, and, uh, and please let our sponsors know uh, if you heard about them on the show. We don't take money from just anybody. If we are singing their praises, it's because we've had an experience with them that makes us feel that they are worthy of your trust and your hard-earned dollars. So let our sponsors know that you know about them through us. And, you know, if you have any time... Um, you might want to check out some of the other Red Shovel Network shows. Charlie Duff's No BS News Hour. I was going to say No Filter Sports with Eli, Danny, and Bob, but it is no more. It's got a filter now. Yeah, it's gone. So, it's, uh, so uh, we will be taking up a collection for Brian Don. Um, and, uh, and, of course, there's the Drew and Mike podcast, which is always worth Way to finish strong. It's best. <laughs> It's the best 23 hours of listening you'll do every Can you edit out what my segment about the sports and stuff? That was terrible. What? No. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, so, no, no. We're dragging right now. It's my fault. Yeah, no, it is your fault. My mom doesn't feel sorry for you anymore, which is why she you told me. You stupid mother. We might want to edit that out. Yeah. Which is why my mom just sent me a text that said, uh, said uh, it's time for that Cyrus guy. So uh, mom knows best. Cyrus! My mom says it's time to take us out. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Darkness everywhere. Mr. Elric. Our fathers brought forth on this continent. Red Shovel Network. Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Podcasters have been in the new world for centuries. 